How the hell are you supposed to have a podcast in this day and age? <laughs> how is it possible? What are you supposed to do? How the fuck are you supposed to do it? Are you supposed to get a red cord, a, a regular cord? Um, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to buy a $100 mic, a $500 mic, a USB mic? What What can you do just to record a fucking your voice on a fucking computer <laughs> and so you can listen to it on a stupid-ass Spotify? What does it take? Yeah, well, definitely it takes perseverance. I think we've discovered that. And patience. It takes quite a bit of patience. How, how many times was this going to be thrown out the window? <laughs> hundred times before we started doing this podcast just now at least a hundred times you're coming into this new are you listening to this right now you're new to this scene of this of what we're doing right now we've been doing this for an hour fucking with this fucking stupid ass mic and this fucking cord it's bullshit i mean a three hundred dollar fucking mic with a fucking cord. i mean this is a damn nice microphone what the fuck am i what, what are you supposed to do Right. How are you supposed to overcome the odds mm. of of doing mm. a fucking regular mm. recording of a, a voice? Right. How long have they been recording voices? <laughs> Since 1901? <laughs> Since 1901, you've been recording a fucking voice on a right. fucking radio. And we can't, in 2023, 120 years later, we can't record our voices <laughs> so you can listen to it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's insane. It is insane. This might be a record for the number of fuckings and the... <laughs> opening of the podcast well done possibly yes uh welcome to another episode of seeking malparnassus my name is derek and i'm katana today we're going to be talking about i don't know who knows yeah um we started thinking about talking about war situations battle uh medal of honor recipients vietnam uh what does it take to be a man in this in this current day and age um, the government overthrowing the government, mm. um, this smashing the state. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, all those, all all that and more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it is another one of those things where the mundane world, the current mundane world, it it is designed to make you insane. I mean, that that you can really do anything is a miracle, just to get through all of the hoops you have to jump through to do the most basic things on a day-to-day basis is remarkable. Are you pissed right now? <laughs> are you pissed sitting there? Where there, where are you right now? Are you pissed? Our, one of our episodes recently was about anger. Maybe it's still about that. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we're, on, we're still on the anger episode, possibly. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we were talking about it earlier and it seemed it's connected to what you were saying about war and being a man or the masculine energy in in this day and age and definitely seems like something you know we've been we've been dealing with this virgo energy and we're going to get more i think tomorrow today is august 21st some point tomorrow the sun moves into virgo then we'll have the sun mercury and mars in virgo Mm. for a brief period of time then thankfully Mercury and Mars will move on and we'll have the sun in Virgo for a month. But we're definitely getting a lot of understanding of Virgo. Yes. And then different flavors of Mars in Virgo. I mean, I think it was Virgo, it was my Mars in Virgo that probably got us to this point of recording. Because if we had left it to you, likely everything would be outside on the ground, two stories down. Definitely. <laughs> If we had left it to my my way of doing things, it, all of this would be just in pieces. Goodbye, podcast. <laughs> Goodbye, my dear. Hello, Vietnam. <laughs> to the fucking mic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe that is like kind of a thing of what is the the preposterous the preposterous stuff that we have to deal with that's so stupid that just ends up dissipating all your energy you know by the time you get to the end of the day like do you have any energy left to do anything important yeah after you've dealt with all the bullshit can you fight a war at this point or are you just completely killed by mundane bullshit Mm. yeah what is the system what does the system want what are they trying to do what are they doing to you Mm. you're you're waking up every fucking day and you're going to your bullshit job that you hate how how many years have you hated your job 20? Have you hated your job for 20 years? Uh, have you hated it for one month? 
Mm. Why are you still going? What are mm. you doing? <laughs> Why? What are you doing? What are you doing out there? You're nuts. Quit your fucking job. Your job sucks. Everyone at your job sucks. Everyone you've ever met, almost probably, you know, sucks. Mm. Has anyone? Have you met anyone? Has done anything interesting ever? Mm. Have you ever go? Just count on your hands right now. Pop your hand out of your pocket and count how many people have you met that had had an interesting thing to say ever that you know. Right. I've met like ten ever. Maybe ten. Wow. I mean, that's good. <laughs> Maybe three. I don't know. You're one for sure. Yeah. Um, this the system that we're living in that we're 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 part of that we're forced we're forced into this way of life that we're in. We're being sucked dry of our energy mm. every second of the day, mm. expending our energy on on bills and letters mm. and forms mm. and uh, systems mm. and and um, lines and bells and uh, stop signs and and um, all these things that are are sucking our energy out mm. that was never meant to exist on earth for human beings yeah a being a human being never was meant to to participate ever whatsoever in the current way that we're living mm -hmm. and we're we're supposed to make it each day and and not be pissed off we're, we're supposed to mm -hmm. just be happy we're, we should be so happy that we're alive and that we're in the system that we get to be in the system we get we get money we're we're we should be applauding. We should go down to the courthouse and applaud the bureaucrats when they walk to their cars <laughs> because they're such hero so hero heroic that yeah. they fill out forms all day mm. so that we can uh, have money to use to buy some shit that we don't like, never liked, and we'll be just going to landfill uh, in twenty years or less. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Uh, everything about this current society is fucking fucked up. Mm. It's insane. It's bullshit. It's a war. Mm. We're at war right now. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of it. There, we were talking about this guy, Roy, Roy P. Benavides. He was a Medal of Honor recipient. When I was in the army, I in basic training, you, they give you this manual. It's like the IET handbook, individual entry training handbook mm -hmm. it's just like this this handbook to, the, to give new soldiers that don't know anything it tells you all the rank it tells you military time mm. um, it tells you all the basic basics you need to know as a soldier but it's the only book that you're allowed to read mm. while you're in basic training you, mm -hmm. you're like totally isolated you can't do shit mm -hmm. but you can read this book mm -hmm. in the book they have like five or six stories of medal of honor recipients mm. so that you can have some sort of <laughs> Um, feeling like maybe you joined something that is worthwhile. Mm. Well, in this book, uh, Roy P. Benavides, um, he his story was highlighted in that book, mm. and it, it deeply touched me. Mm -hmm. uh, so I wanted to read just a little bit um, from his book uh, because the story that he he um, did was insane, and just him himself just the selfless service that he he demonstrated is um, innumerable and uh, heroic um, totally fucking lost it okay you look for it and I'm, I'm gonna talk for okay, a second about because I think one of the things that was interesting was this today this stuff coming up with another angle of the Virgo energy and we think of Virgo energy as analytical and critical detail oriented etc which which it is but we also forget that virgo is selfless service it's self-sacrifice and a commitment to service and interestingly we have this habit of every time we come across somebody interesting we try to find their birth dates so that we can at least see the the basics of their birth chart and um Benavides has Virgo. He's got Venus in Virgo, and there's quite a lot of self-sacrifice in the story. And then, and then uh, Jason Bourne. We're watching the Bourne movies for fun, mm. and then they say his birthday, and then it's like a fake birthday, and then the real birthday. And we looked up the real birthday in the chart. It was all Virgo. Yeah. 
Yeah, mean, it was like Virgo, like five planets and yeah. uh, his son, everything in Virgo. Right. So there's this, there's that value of dedication to service. Did they know that when they picked a birth date for Jason Bourne? Who knows? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. But isn't it amazing that it works anyway? It is wild. So yeah, self, self-sacrifice, service, you know, what does it mean? And you can read, you know, if you found those. Yeah, I wanted to read this part from, from Roy's book because um, the, this type of individual, this man, uh, Master Sergeant Roy P. Benavides, retired. He's dead now. He died in 1998. This type of... Uh, guy this is the kind of guy i want when i'm when i'm in life Mm. when i'm walking around town Mm. i want to meet a lot of these types of guys Mm. this is this is the kind of guy that i want to be in society Mm. i don't want fancy boys walking around Mm. when i when i go around town i don't want to see a bunch of fancy boys with stupid ass hats tight ass pants and pointless lives i want to see guys like this um okay from the book This book is for you guys. This is for the ones who didn't come back and the ones who came back in pieces. It's also for the ones who wished that they hadn't come back at all. And for those who have lost children, husband, fathers, wives, and loved ones in service to this country. I dedicate this book to the youth of this and future generations. My heart's desire is that they never experience war, but they must be vigilant and prepared to pay any price for the preservation of their freedom. When President Ronald Reagan placed the Congressional Medal of Honor around my neck, it all came racing back to me, the blood flooding the floor of the helicopter and gushing out the doors as we banked and ran from from that Cambodian jungle, the sights and sounds of my six hours in hell, the agony of the wounded and dying kept repetitively flashing through my mind while I watched the honor guard and heard the president, my commander-in-chief, read the details of of the award. I was not ashamed of the tears that blinded my eyes. I am one blessed man. Frankly, I don't believe in luck. Everything happens for some purpose. To begin with, I'm alive. I shouldn't be. I should have been dead many times over. No, I can't walk too well. I'm missing one lung, and I lock up like an old rusty gate if I sit too long. But I am alive. Most of my buddies aren't. Almost all of them are gone. Over 58,000 other guys that I didn't know died with them. But I'm alive, and I'm here, and I owe, owe them the telling of this story. That's the kind of person, the kind of, of individual, the, the human, the human spirit that I want to have around me mm-hmm. in life, in this, in this uh, iteration of life on earth. Mm-hmm. I would like to be uh, surrounded by Roy P. Benavides type individuals mm-hmm. that... that felt like they wanted to serve a higher purpose for their lives. Mm. They didn't feel comfortable in their living a pointless fucking life. Mm-hmm. He wanted to serve uh, something, something higher than himself. Maybe he served whatever it was in Vietnam, but he he believed in something. And mm-hmm. he, he didn't just believe in it. Mm-hmm. He proved it by sac- sacrificing his own youth, his own body, his own um, fear to save the lives of eight other men who were dying in battle. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, that, that's what I want. Uh, mm-hmm. Why? What, what happened? What happened to the, to the human race? Mm-hmm. What happened to the, uh, the man? What happened out there? What's happened? Mm-hmm. Why? Where, where, are, where are these people? Where, where, did, where have they gone? Where where is the war? Where is the anything worth fighting for hmm. in this current uh, this current day and age? Hmm. It, it, it's it's fucked. The, I mean, there's these wars that are happening, supposed wars. Maybe there's still some bullshit happening in Ukraine. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Who gives a fuck? But it's definitely not worth fighting for. That's for sure. The the peop- the things that are worth fighting for are next to you every damn day. Your your wife is sitting next to you. Your your kids, your your community you live in is worth fighting for, and yet we continue every single day going to our shit jobs, participating in this bullshit way of life that no one wants, no one cares about, no one wants to be doing anything that we're doing. Yet every single day we continue on. For what? Why? Hmm. 
just because just because no one no one wants to stand up no one wants to be the first one to speak out no one wants to do shit no one wants to get on the helicopter and go save their buddies who are dying in the battle maybe there's one mm-hmm. maybe there's one out there i i know at least one that would get on a helicopter yeah and come to save me yeah and that's all maybe that's all maybe that's all we need but i would do it i would do it for you as well uh, who who will do that for you who's going to get on the helicopter and come when the when, not when it's easy who's going to come when when the machine guns are firing mortars everywhere the helicopter can't land who's going to come that's that's the what you should be fighting for if there is anything to fight for at all yeah well but then this this raises the question we were talking about what is worth fighting for now and i think to be true to our own path we have to bring it onto two different levels i mean there's the societal level and political level which we do care about and are very passionate about but then there's also the spiritual level and how did those things become how do you become a spiritual warrior and what is the meta is it a metaphor Mm -hmm. you know that you are willing to go into the darkness to save someone you love or to help others if that's the principle of the bodhisattva path the the altruism the self-sacrifice the willingness to put aside your own comfort, your own wants and needs, your own preferences to help someone else, to save someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, how does that apply? And is it, I mean, I, I, I don't know, actually, if it's, if it's something that needs a literal outlet or if it's something that can also be transformed into spiritual purpose, and will that then transform the outer things? Because of course there is quite a lot of injustice going on, mm-hmm. a lot of oppression, a lot of victimization, not to mention the earth herself. If we are looking for a cause, mm-hmm. what's being done to the earth for men who want to protect something worthwhile? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's that's a just cause of protecting the earth from mm-hmm. exploitation and uh, destruction but yeah I mean maybe maybe it does need some literal it needs some literal outlet mm-hmm. but it's also not going to be meaningful without the spiritual element as well right um, what what does it take or what what do you need um, to be fulfilled what mm-hmm. what is it yeah. that we're trying what are what are we even uh, gonna be f- f- fulfilled by yeah um, on earth right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. is there even anything that we can find yeah uh, is there even a chance mm-hmm. for love mm-hmm. to, to, to exist mm-hmm. and flourish mm-hmm. at this point in time mm-hmm. has love been just completely smashed out of existence by the status quo by the government by the PC mm. by by the the powers that be by by the Instagram, by mm-hmm. all trendy things, has it just been smashed? Is there even a chance for the human race at this point to have any any way forward? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the question. With Pira and Deucalion on Mount Parnassus, there's a flood. Everyone's gone except the two of them. Mm-hmm. Then they're starting over. I don't know. I don't know if if there's much chance. If there are many people out there, maybe there's a small group. I mean, that's one of the things we want to find out. Mm-hmm. Is it just us? Or are there others that want to join us? And can we build something that's worthwhile? Mm-hmm. I don't think love is completely gone or we wouldn't have it. Right. You know, I mean, it obviously it's still possible. Mm-hmm. still it still exists in the universe. Right. It does take fighting for. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think it's just become so, you were saying you listed all these things about we're just supposed to be happy mm-hmm. with this, this, and this. But actually, I think we're not supposed to be happy. Mm. I think we're supposed to be depressed. Ah. 
because everyone is. So it's working. Right. You know, I think we're supposed to be shut down, in despair, give up, not have any hope, and certainly not have any fire because all of that would be threatening. I mean, love, love and battle are a very similar energy mm-hmm. of fierceness and fire, aliveness. Mm-hmm. They go together. You can't have those kind of heroics without love. There has to be uh, some motivation. What's the motivation? Right. Love. I mm-hmm. mean, why would, how do we say his name? Benavides? Yeah. Why would he do that? Because he heard, you said he heard on the radio that these guys, I don't even know if he knew the guys. Yeah, I think he did know some. That were being attacked, they're dying, mm-hmm. and he just couldn't sit there and listen to it and had to go, him yeah. and one other guy. Mm-hmm. They weren't supposed to go. Yeah. They didn't have permission, mm-hmm. etc. Then he ran in and out of f- fire, direct fire, mm-hmm. trying to save all of these guys. Who does that? I mean, you can only do that if you're on fire with love. Right. So... Those things are not allowed together. I think, I think the government or the the whole system, but really the government, is, you know, was used to channeling all this fire, power, you know, literal firepower, male aggression into mm-hmm. war. Yeah. And now, I mean, what do you think? Why? Why is it the way that it is? Like with war, just because. It doesn't work the same way that it did. And so now, like, why aren't there wars like there were? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think the wars that that are happening now are, they're not wars, really. I mean, right. they're not even for anything. Right. There, there hasn't been a war that was actually even a legitimate war since right. World War II. Right. Every war in the United States since World War II has not even been declared. Mm-hmm. There's been no mm-hmm. declared war uh, by Congress since really? World War II. I didn't Korea, know Vietnam, every single war since then has has never been declared. Which is, you know, you're supposed to declare a war uh, under Congress. It's a law. It's under the Constitution. No war in the United States has been declared since World War II. So the war that we're we're fighting now, mm-hmm. different ones over mm-hmm. and over again: Libya, mm-hmm. Yemen, Syria, mm-hmm. Lebanon, Grenada, Bosnia. Mm-hmm. None of these are wars; they're just conflicts mm-hmm. or uh, um, theaters. Uh, uh, they they have no purpose. There's no unifying principle. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, it's like Vietnam over and over and over again, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, where we're gonna stop the spread of communism Mm -hmm. we have to stop the red curtain or it's Mm -hmm. going to envelop the human Mm -hmm. humankind Mm -hmm. um but now it's been changed to anything Mm -hmm. you know syria there's isis Mm -hmm. we got to go take them out Mm -hmm. or else they're going to come kill us over here uh ukraine russia is bad Mm -hmm. we got to stop russia from from if they take ukraine then they're going to uh, go further west to eventually mm-hmm. come kill us over here in mm-hmm. the U.S. Mm-hmm. But there's no actual principles. There's no principles whatsoever mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Like uh, during World War II, um, there was something going on. Mm-hmm. A principle. Like Hitler right. was trying to genocide Jews, mm-hmm. um, which the principle would be... Uh, the sanctity of human life yeah. should be is worth fighting for. Yeah, uh, which it was. You know, mm-hmm. they they felt like it was. You know, the United States. The, the United States didn't even enter the war. Yeah, till after Pearl Harbor. Yeah, the the war had been going on for quite some time. Yeah, before that, but it wasn't until Pearl Harbor that we actually entered the war by formally declaring war through Congress. Which to declare a war means you have to have a guideline. Of what what is winning? Ah, it has to be you know. If you don't declare it, then it's just open ended, like here, battle here, battle there, whatever. You know, like Vietnam, we go from sixty five to seventy five or whatever years. Yeah, and then we just throw all of our equipment in the ocean. Vietnam's done. Uh, Fifty eight thousand 
people killed millions of Vietnamese and Cambodians and Loatians uh, for what? For no clear reason, yeah. no clear why, right. which has perpetuated on, on and on and on and, until this current era that we're in now where people don't even know what the fuck is going on. No. People have no clue what, what, what is actually happening. They All they know about anything is what the news might say which the news is is pure propaganda for the purpose of of feeding money into other areas. Right. We need money for XYZ. We need to funnel it. The best way to funnel it is through this. The thing that works the best that the US has figured out is is war. It's mm-hmm. just different wars across the country, mm-hmm. different countries, same exact plan over and over again. Mm-hmm. But there's no unifying principle whatsoever of mm-hmm. what is actually being fought for or against mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. about right. it's just like i don't know put on some kit go sh- kill people come back you're a badass mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> it's it's very confusing and and the people that are, are not in the military have just straight up no clue mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on or mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. and uh, it's just everything has been completely um, just confused mm-hmm. yeah and then there is a deep sense of something honorable and something important I think underlying the motivation of most people, maybe not. I, I don't know if that's you. You, you would have to say it, most mm-hmm. most people that join yeah. the army, the military at this time. You know, it used to be not a choice. Mm-hmm. Now it's something of a choice. I mean, the I think people just have such a poor understanding mm-hmm. of of what those values are, and then those values have become not allowed in society anymore right right. and we were talking about that as well of like well what is what are you supposed to do with the basic male energy of protection survival battle i mean why why is the masculine energy so good at those things and and why are they a thing why does that energy exist right mars energy exists aries energy exists Mm -hmm. it's part of the it's part of the energetic reality that we live in right and it needs an outlet and if you have no purpose i mean back to your question of of what is it that makes life worth living it's it's some kind of meaning and purpose right but substituting these empty things that are are not real purpose it doesn't work and then maybe what's happened too is that if you it's almost worse worse to have a fake purpose mm-hmm. than no purpose perhaps because of the letdown right you know like if you have a, a you think you you have some sense of purpose through what you're doing in the army but then you come home and you're you're lost or you're feeling like what was the point what is the purpose what have what have i accomplished and then what is filling in for that thing mm-hmm. it's not just veterans that have this problem I mean, no. everybody has this problem right. of lack of purpose mm-hmm. and lack of meaning right but i think it's particularly misunderstood and disrespected you know right it's funny because i have always had this strong feeling about veterans for a really like since i was a kid like a teen Mm -hmm. i got really into the vietnam movies i would watch all these vietnam war movies and cry Mm -hmm. about the veterans and like oh my god these guys and what's happened and i didn't understand my own reaction now i know it's some kind of karmic thing mm-hmm. i think you had a past life in vietnam mm-hmm. perhaps on some level i knew that that's the case that you were there or i had a feeling of you being there but i don't know some kind of karmic link mm-hmm. and then i spent a lot of time trying to figure out how could i work in some way with veterans right then i meet the love of my life happens to be a veteran <laughs> amazing yeah but but why you know and i had i had all this like feeling of affinity mm-hmm. but never f- felt like 
I didn't consider going into the military in this lifetime. Yeah. But I did feel it. And then at the same time, I was so adamantly anti-war and just the horrors of war. And I protested in 2003. Mm -hmm. You know, I did all of that thinking that this is just the worst thing that can happen. And then at the same time, feeling this like deep um, love and, and feeling of regard for the people that are choosing to do those things Mm -hmm. or or didn't choose to do them in the past and did them right but i think that it's missing it's like it's still so misunderstood and perhaps i take it for granted that people get it because i feel like i get it Mm -hmm. but other people might not maybe you should say more from your own experience about that of just like what you know people might hear you talk and think Oh, he's just uh, I mean, I don't know how anyone could think you're just some kind of government lackey, because clearly that's not the case. No, you know, like, how is it that you're such an outsider, such an independent thinker, and yet you were attracted to the military and you, you feel you understand and feel this strong sense of duty, service, honor. I think it's before it, it, it that's just the only place to go yeah a few a few months ago we went and visited my friend that I was in the army with uh, we were both we were in the army together from basic training all the way through we went, we went to Iraq together we went to sniper section together um, we were on we, we went to sniper school together and we we're in the sniper section together and one thing that struck me from that time is uh, he went to go on to do more more and more secretive army shit Mm -hmm. and he went to the pinnacle point of that uh as far as you can go as high as you can go in the in the special operations Mm -hmm. um community and he got there and was like i don't know i don't think this is this isn't for me Mm -hmm. it's lacking Mm -hmm. you know uh but where where can you go where can i where can i go and put my my all my energy that i have Mm -hmm. I, i want to serve I want to serve humanity. Mm-hmm. I want to help. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, eliminate evil. Mm-hmm. I I don't want bad people to doing things to 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 lesser uh, mm-hmm. people who are oppressed. Mm-hmm. I mean the the motto of of uh, the special forces of Green Berets is "De oppresso liber" or to free the oppressed. Mm-hmm. I that's a hell of a goal. Mm-hmm. That, that's a thing to be mm-hmm. to fight for. I would love to go mm-hmm. free the oppressed. Mm-hmm. But then you go and you find that what you're actually doing is just going to other countries and fucking around, mm-hmm. uh, propping up dictators, mm-hmm. killing dictators. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pointless. It has mm-hmm. no actual real meaning. Mm-hmm. But but what drives men, I think, and boys to go want to be in a dangerous area of the world and and experience um, death and 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 have a chance at glory mm-hmm. i think it's it's innate yeah i think it's an innate innate male mm-hmm. characteristic mm-hmm. like why why did i want to um why was i watching john rambo when i was five years old and and being thinking like man i can't wait to be a disgruntled war veteran <laughs> You achieve that. <laughs> why? Why did I, when I was, you know, ten years old, watching Deer Hunter, mm. being like, "Man, I can't wait to be a uh, Green Beret mm. in a bar that no one wants to talk to, mm. uh, drinking alone, all disgruntled with the scars." Mm. Uh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to be that. You know, <laughs> what? What is driving that? What? What is right. driving the the male? Yeah. The male energy to yeah. to make me want to go risk my own safety risk mm-hmm. my own livelihood risk everything mm-hmm. just to at the chance of, of being in a crazy in craziness mm-hmm. uh it must be just the energy mm-hmm. it must just be an innate energy a male masculine energy and that energy is no longer allowed mm-hmm. it's just no longer allowed to be expressed mm-hmm. so um, the army is really the only place you can go. Or the UFC. Or the UFC. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're talking about the UFC. Mm-hmm. There's all these areas that are approved that you can go uh, be uh, being aggressive male. Yeah. Um, but they're they have no point. They're pointless. Right. And and they once you get out of it, you realize how pointless it pointless it is, 
and you end up drinking, committing suicide, um, beating your wife, just being a piece of shit. That and it's the reason is because what you're doing, what you did, has no point, has no meaning, it has no driving uh, tenets, no principles. There's nothing that actually is anything. Right. Which, um, I, I I think that there is a, a use for all this energy and mm-hmm. a use for the male energy. Yeah, uh, it's just not being utilized, and and it stems from just love, really. I mean, I, I just want to protect those that I love, and I want all, all I want everyone in my community to be safe. I want to be all. Um, uh, thriving, uh, but I also have a sense of duty. I, I, I'm young, I'm strong, I'm fast. I can do a bunch of shit. I should be able to put that into something that matters. Yeah, not working at Menards, selling paint, right? Or or uh, working at any job, really. Any job is fucking mm-hmm. pointless. Yeah, pretty much. Even working on. Um, agriculture or uh construction or you know it's it's just propping up the system Mm -hmm. to continually oppress us you know we need to free the oppressed by freeing ourselves Mm. you know yeah the people that are oppressing us are is are the governments Mm -hmm. every government is oppressing every citizen of that country Mm -hmm. every single government on the earth should be abolished and start over every single one I don't care what what it how great it is. The only reason it exists is to oppress the shit mm-hmm. out of the people that live mm-hmm. there. So do you think though that it has to start with the inner freedom? You know, there's that great line in Kundun, the movie about the Dalai Lama, which by the way, you can't get anymore very well because China complained uh, complained about the movie. Oh shit, don't mention Tibet. Oh my god, uh, Tibet uh, is not real. <laughs> Uh, that's actually China, <laughs> right? Even though the, the fucking movie is directed by uh, is it Scorsese? Scorsese or you know a hel- or Spielberg? It's somebody big now. Yeah, I can't it's, remember. It's not just yeah. some no name no. director. One of the yeah. the greatest directors of all time. Right. One of them directs this movie about the Dalai Lama, and you can't even watch it on fucking Netflix yeah. because it's it's uh, outlawed. I think it's Scorsese, but there's that scene where the Dalai Lama goes to meet with. Is it Mao? I think he's meeting with oh, Mao. Oh, yeah, with Mao. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Mao is talking about, you know, we want to liberate you. Mm-hmm. We, we just want to liberate the Tibetan people. Mm-hmm. And the Dalai Lama says, you cannot liberate me. I must liberate myself. Mm. So there's that, oh, you yeah. know. And we, we're working. We, it's behind the scenes right now. But we're working on an idea. And we have been, I think, basically since we've met. Yeah. About some sort of project or program to bring all of these things together Mm -hmm. and eventually we'll talk publicly about it but it's not quite ready yet not quite but i think that that is one of the things that is balancing the the spiritual life the inner life with the outer life and it's been it's been something that's been difficult for many Mm -hmm. you know traditionally spiritual people are in seclusion from society right they're going away from society so that they can be in the spiritual life which we do a lot of as well because the mundane world will kill you Mm -hmm. however if you're too much in that you're not in the world you know who's gonna fix who's gonna fix things who's gonna write the shit down so that in a thousand years oh yeah we can read the book to enlighten to have a chance at enlightening ourselves so we can realize that oh shit the fucking government in in the year 3000 is just as fucked as the one in the year 2000 yeah or like richard Rohr, who was he's a he's catholic i think it's uh also oh he's franciscan he's a franciscan he was very involved in the men's movement and uh, you know talks a lot about these different things with men but he established a center which is in new mexico by the way oh yeah um the center for action and contemplation i believe it's called so his whole thing is balancing these two wings although i don't think he has a specific plan of action for warriors right because then that's the other problem is that so many like religious things or there's all these 
I don't know where it's all coming from, honestly. Mm-hmm. That violence is bad. You, it, nonviolence is better. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always. It, it, I just don't. It's not my experience, and no. it's not. It doesn't seem to be the case. I mean, if we were all light beings and we'd already resolved all those things, there would be no need for violence. Right. But it's not work. It's not working. No. The the system of trying to put people through courts and then they're going to prison and then it's not working. No. Clearly. No. So I don't know. You know, I mean, I think always government violence is wrong. Mm-hmm. Government killing is wrong. Right. But, you know, I don't know. What, what's the solution? I'm sure people would love to just argue and jump down my throat about, well, what are you going to do? You're just going to go kill people? I don't know. But it definitely seems like person to person, the value of establishing a boundary and protecting it, no matter what it takes, is that's deep in me. Yeah. And, you know, when I met you, I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) A man that agrees and, and actually can do these things. That's great. I love that. Shoot, move, communicate. (laughs) You can do all three (laughs) very well. Interestingly, Roy Benavides and you both have Libra moons. Oh, yeah, that's right. Libra is the peacemaker. Right. So Libra also likes justice. Oh, okay. So then we're, we're in the Libra Aries mm. nodes. Right, right. Of course, we're, we're on these topics. Libra South node, Aries North node, mm-hmm. which started in July, is going to go through January of 2025. Right. So... All these questions of that. I mean, how do you balance peace and war is a fundamental Aries Libra question. Right. But the Libra moon loves justice. Right. So you you and he both having this moon of, of a pe- peaceful moon. Mm-hmm. Moon is such an important thing in your chart. It has mm-hmm. everything to do with your emotional state. You know, how do you become... A, a great warrior with a Libra moon. That's maybe surprising. Yeah. But it just shows you that it's not what you think, you know? No. It's it, There's all these stereotypes too, like with UFC. I haven't been involved directly in the UFC, but I was a boxer and then was like on the perimeter of the fighting world and mm-hmm. was around people that were really into it and met people in different disciplines. And it's the same thing, you know? People, it, fighters want a code they want a reason Mm -hmm. they want a purpose they the training gives them a purpose and then the fight gives them something to orient towards yeah but then the problem is there's no you don't get anything you don't it doesn't work because it's ultimately empty right it's money it's status it's mundane world shit Right. You know, yeah, you have your own demons that you've got to face, especially when you're fighting by yourself. But if there's no help and structure for how to do that, I don't know that they are. I mean, you can see evidenced by fighters getting all fucked up on drugs and having issues and their lives being a mess that something's not clicking. Like right. they're not they're not getting the kind of spiritual support they need to put those things together. Right. Yeah, it's obvious that the they're fighting. The the energy is there. Yeah, the, they've got this drive. the The fact that they're fighting and and they're not uh, in the army is just a coincidence. They they could easily be in the infantry or, or vice versa, uh, but it, it's equally as void. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and it's it's still the fact that, that the people are looking, searching, constantly searching for the inner. The answer. The answer has got to be maybe if I do this or that, uh, I will achieve this. Yeah. But really, it's I think it's just the the seeking. The Mm -hmm. seeking is is trying to find this inner uh, aliveness feeling Mm -hmm. that you may receive. You might receive this inner aliveness feeling by boxing or Mm -hmm. or punching or grappling. Yeah. Or training, yeah, um, just as much as you would in a in an active battle, right? Um, 
but what you're really just seeking, I think, is just the, the feeling of aliveness mm-hmm. and, and trying to have some sort of meaning mm-hmm. why you're even alive. Yeah. You know, like yeah. putting being in a fight is a great example of what it is, what it is to be alive. Mm-hmm. If someone's punching you, mm-hmm. you're alive. It's mm-hmm. hard to think. Uh, but you're also um, it's not it doesn't have a point often. I mean, no. Really, right. I mean, violence usually is happening because there's been a breakdown in some sort of yeah. communication or there's right. no other way out, you know. Right. But uh, when you're fighting just for the hell of it, mm-hmm. it's really pointless. Right. But but you're alive. Right. And so you're, you're getting this aliveness feeling, mm-hmm. um, uh, but you can't get it from any other way. Right. So I think it's just the, the people are looking for that feeling of aliveness, which is just love. Mm. But but they they can't figure out can't figure out where and how to sustain it. So um, they try to get it these mm-hmm. these different mm-hmm. ways. Right, and I mean I think there's there's a lot of fear. Like, what are other things you could go into to feel alive? Love. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of a lot of people, women and men, mm-hmm. are afraid of intimacy, right? Of true intimacy, mm-hmm. understandably, right? It's it's terrifying, really, mm-hmm. because you are going to be completely exposed, completely vulnerable, and you could be destroyed. Yeah. So that takes courage mm-hmm. and a warrior spirit, really, right? To go into, and then you got to face the other person's demons as well as your own mm-hmm. as you're moving in there. Right? It's like, oh shit! I got all this other stuff in this room. It's not even mine, right? And I have to work my way through it. So maybe there's a way too of like helping to put some of that energy, like helping people make the link mm-hmm. between the warrior energy and how you can put that towards inner demons how you can put that towards going through the obstacles you have to go through for intimacy or love mm-hmm. you know um as well as finding actual meaningful things in the the outer world at some point right too mm-hmm. because i think that's the other problem with all these programs for veterans and stuff you know they're using this traditional they're either religious Mm-hmm. which is like church because I don't really know we've started to do some research but I don't really know of any programs for veterans from other religious traditions if you know of one send us an email right right yeah. at seeking Mount Parnassus at gmail.com right because I don't know of any you know there's there's Christian programs I think for some you know yeah could, Christian Catholic uh, all the major ones probably yeah like I don't know about I wonder what they do in Israel what is there? Are there Jewish programs for people coming out of the IDF to help them integrate what they've experienced in their spiritual life? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. What was my point? Oh, just that it's either like traditional religious framework or traditional mental health framework. Right. Which is also clearly not working. No. And we've talked about in other contexts, but it doesn't work in this one either. No. And it's like a... You know, I think that the motivation is good, but helping veterans adjust back to the civilian world, what we would call the mundane world to the max, material realm, Mm -hmm. get a job, go do, you know, it's just not going to work because maybe the thing is that actually the, the real drive behind becoming a warrior is a spiritual drive. Right. And so, therefore, nothing will satisfy it other than a spiritual purpose and spiritual meaning. Right. I think that's right. I think that that's that's actually what's happening, and then that's why there's uh, so much suicide. Yeah. That's there's no there's no actual um, outlets or or areas to go into to be um, in a spiritual way that would me have any meaning yeah at this point in, yeah. in our society yeah and and it's leading to for people to just give up really right right and you know when we say spiritual i mean that's a whole other podcast really it, it's in all of our podcasts but 
we're there is a distinction between what we're saying and a religious path. I think you could take possibly take an, a religious path all the way, and it would work. I don't know. I haven't tried it. Yeah, you know, know, I'm not sure. I don't know. Can't say if I haven't tested it, but I do know that it has something to do with a few different things. I mean, one being the inner life, mm-hmm. another being our connection to the the big the bigger whole the cosmos the universe how are we linked in mm-hmm. what is our role in this in this bigger picture and that has to go beyond this lifetime for it to have meaning mm. right if if the goal of one of the goals of life is to find out the meaning of life mm-hmm. then we should be pursuing that mm-hmm. while we're alive. And if we can't pursue the whole point of why we're alive, uh, we're probably going to have a hard time. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're born with all this warrior energy. Right. I mean, this is a fact for my, for me, for myself. Yeah. I, I've got all this energy. It's got to go. It's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Which it does. I, I'm able to put it towards running, towards uh, doing pull-ups, towards... Um, spiritual studying towards meditation towards love mm-hmm. towards um just compassion for mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. uh but that's rare mm-hmm. you know yeah um yeah lost my train of thought yeah it is rare to be able to find those things because i think everything is pushing us back to that we're in this material realm, mm-hmm. Every, you know, and, and material. So materialism is a belief system. It's not, we're not talking about material, materialistic, like I just need more things, although that is a symptom. Materialism is a belief that the only things that are real are physical solid matter, which of course is not a thing anyways. Right. I mean, physics has, has shown us that. There actually is no solid physical reality right but the materialist viewpoint is still dominant in western culture Mm -hmm. so it's your body you're the the brain the brain Mm -hmm. is what you are so when you die you're done Mm -hmm. that's it because the brain is what's keeping you alive so everything is coming back to the brain Mm -hmm. and the brain is the source of your consciousness right which is bullshit just straight up. <laughs> I mean, it's been proven to be bullshit, but we know it's bullshit. Right. So, but but what comes out of that then is that there is no meaning to anything. Right. Because all that matters is money, the material realm, this lifetime. You only live once. Mm-hmm. You die and it's over. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, it's impossible to have a meaningful existence in that way because it, it's not true. Right. And it's cutting off your whole deeper experience of yourself and your your life. Right. It also doesn't allow for this concept of spiritual evolution or of a of a bigger goal of enlightenment or of uh, following a path of some kind because you can't do it in one lifetime. So there has to be another option, another another opportunity to continue. And I think that that's the other place where things fall apart, you know, with this material realm. But that suicide, you know, when is suicide an option? Suicide is an option when you really don't think that you're going to continue after you die. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's not because you and I have both considered suicide. I think most intelligent people have at some point. Mm hmm. And I always just kind of felt like, well, I would like to be completely out of this situation. However, I know I'm going to be there. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still going to have to deal with me, right. my own consciousness. Mm-hmm. If I kill myself, then I'm going to be really, you know, have all kinds of regret and guilt and like, oh, my God, what have I done? Right. Then you have a whole other package of shit you got to deal with, you know. Right. So to me, it just always ended up being it's it's pointless. What's the point? Mm-hmm. There's no way. There's no way out, really. No. In that sense, but if you don't, if you don't have a connection to something beyond, mm-hmm. then it could seem like a way out. Yeah. 
Like, what is the point? I mean, I, I would imagine that the question or the thought with suicide, particularly in this area, you know, of people that we're talking about would be, yeah, what is the point? Yeah, what is the point? Do you think that's that's correct? I think it's one, that's one of the things yeah. too. Yeah, what is the point? What? Why Why even live? You know, yeah. like people, especially people who have, who have been in combat or have seen people yeah. get killed. Yeah. Like, what is the point? Yeah. Uh, they, they died, I lived. Who gives a shit? Like, uh, clearly there's no meaning to life. Yeah. I'm alive one second and my friend gets killed right next to me. I could have easily just, could have just have easily been me. So what difference does it make? Life sucks anyway. Yeah. So fuck this. Yeah. You know, uh, you're, especially for like a higher level commandos, you know, you're used to taking out the threat. What if you're the threat? Mm. You're a threat mm. to society, a threat mm. to your family. Then you might feel like the only logical, po- the only logical thing to do really is to kill yourself mm-hmm. because you're you become a threat. Mm. You know, uh, and if you're if you're used to evaluating life as uh, threats and uh, you know liabilities and assets, mm. then mm. Uh, it's easy to to view yourself through that same lens. And be like, fuck this. It's oh, this is pointless. I'm a threat. I'm just gonna take myself out, and then uh, it doesn't matter anyway, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But that's coming from a, a materialistic point of view. Yeah. That the brain is something. Right. That, that anything is something, you know. Everything is just love. Every every single thing that there ever was and ever is going to be is love. It's just the fact that we're humans at this point. We're on Earth. And we're we're human beings, so we have to experience things differently than mm-hmm. other dimensions, other other ways of, of experiencing. And mm-hmm. in this realm, we have to suffer to fi- figure it out. Mm. So the the only way to figure it out is to to just go into that suffering and and find the meaning, find the actual meaning, mm-hmm. which is love. And if you find it, then you can, then there is something to fight for. There is something Mm -hmm. that matters beyond your own life. Mm -hmm. And it actually is worth, worth fighting for, for others as -hmm. well. Like the Mm -hmm. Bodhisattva vows, yeah, you know, a vow to save all beings. Beings are numberless. Right. I vow to save them all. Right. That'll keep you busy. Right. For a while. Yeah. Like Roy P. Benavides saved eight and still lived. I mean, that's only eight shitload left right you know but but it's uh that's a goal that's a point Mm -hmm. that's a meaning Mm -hmm. that's some sort of meaning that that um you can live for that's beyond Mm -hmm. um money beyond fame beyond um pointless things Mm -hmm. It, it might be enough to keep you alive and to keep you uh engaged with with life in a way that makes it worth living because mm-hmm. um, if not you're not going to be doing that you're going to be in similar ways that we've been in our lives mm-hmm. working pointlessly doing mm-hmm. things that are pointless for years and years and years and never understanding what is actually going on or why you're experiencing all these things mm-hmm. um, yeah 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 I mean there's so much more there's so much more we could say. I don't know if that's enough for one one sitting. Yeah. But it, you know, the, there's these threads go in so many different directions, and they connect back ultimately to everything that we care about mm-hmm. in some way. You know, I mean, I think that that idea of finding something to channel the energy into is important but it also can't just be some substitute thing right. that's the other thing i think that's like patronizing or annoying about some veteran programs of like veterans need a purpose like here do this job you can train to become x y and z and now you can have a new job right and that's gonna fulfill you yeah, like whoever right. came up with that doesn't understand at all yeah did you used to be a sniper maybe you would like to um, raise goats. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should. Um, you would be excellent at building um, tree houses. <laughs> you love the outdoors, clearly, because you you were a sniper. So you should be. Right. Um, you would be great at 
gardening or uh, uh, um, excavating, you, you should be working a backhoe. <laughs> right. You know, like, let's get you hooked up with uh, from from a helmet to a hard hat. Right. You know? Right. Like, that's not going to fulfill you. No. You're not going to be fulfilled by that. No. I mean, you're not going to be fulfilled by any by anything in the mundane world, really. No. It, it's actually the same thing. I mean, there's there's theories too, similarly with addiction, mm-hmm. alcoholism, things like that, that the drive behind that is ultimately spiritual. It's a spiritual seeking mm-hmm. in some cases. You know, in other cases, it's just oblivion seeking. Mm-hmm. But it can be a spiritual seeking or a seeking of a deeper meaning or a different consciousness that's not this mundane consciousness. And that that is what people ultimately are looking for, and that's what's needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's probably a very similar thing mm-hmm. with with veterans. That it's actually a spiritual. It was a spiritual source to begin with, mm-hmm. and it has to have a spiritual solution, yeah. or a you know, it has to find a, a meaning to continue. Mm-hmm. I know that's where the astrology gets interesting as well, because with this vocational rehab stuff. I mean, it's silly, It's but it's true. What you just said is true. It's not even a joke. No. I mean, probably people told you that when you were discharged. No, that, that's a program. Helmets yeah. to Hard Hats right. is, a, is a program right. you can get involved with. <laughs> right. So, you know, not to, I don't know, there's probably nothing wrong with that program. It's just not going to fulfill the, the deeper purpose no. uh, of what is driving you to begin with. No. And then... And then this other thing about just shutting down the masculine. I mean, the feminine is also shut down. So it's not one or the other. Mm-hmm. Let's not get into gender wars here because it's not about that. It's about the full aliveness energy mm-hmm. is not allowed in any form. Right. And there is a masculine energy and there is a feminine energy. I don't care what pronoun you want to use. You're going to have both of those energies mm-hmm. within you and they need to be somewhat balanced and they need to be balanced in your relationships as well. Mm-hmm. But the masculine energy is being shut down completely. Right. It just it has no place to find a home. Men are shamed and punished for being men. Mm-hmm. And then there's this like backlash maybe of you know meathead type things which i don't even think are that honestly like i like joe rogan mm-hmm. i've listened to many of his guests and podcasts i've been around a lot of fighters i've been around you know i mean i think there is usually there is something deeper oh yeah almost almost all, every time all, pretty much every time yeah so that that needs to be Acknowledge. You know, we don't want we don't want women that are fully empowered in this society, but we also don't want men that right. are fully empowered in any way. No. So it's better. It's better for men to go into a job where ultimately they're just going to be either completely emasculated or treated like shit and basically made a slave mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives, and then expected to just take it mm-hmm. and be what? What's wrong with you? I mean, why aren't you happy? Yeah. You know, you got that when you were an electrician. Right. Yeah, just uh, what's what, what's the problem? You're making $45 an hour. How, how could you possibly complain that you're, you're not fulfilled in life? Mm-hmm. You have a job that pays you $45 an hour. That, that's way better than almost any possible job mm-hmm. you could mm-hmm. have. And, mm-hmm. and how could you not be fulfilled mm-hmm. by doing that job? Right. I'll tell you how. Because it's not fulfilling. Because <laughs> right. it, it has no meaning. It has no meaning. I don't give a shit about people's fucking kitchen remodels. Right. Or their bathroom remodels so right. that they can show their other stupid friends that right. they actually don't even like how fancy their fucking kitchen is. Right. That does not matter. No. And it's not, it didn't fulfill me. They could have paid me $500 an hour. Yeah. It still wouldn't make it ma- matter. Right. Right. So what's, what's the answer? We're working on it. Stay tuned. The answer is, <laughs> oh, you might find out. <laughs> but it's not happening quite yet because we still got some shit to do about that. We're getting it. We're getting it. Yeah. We're getting parts of it. I mean, I think at least the first thing is have the conversations openly. Mm-hmm. Question question all the things that you've been told and not throw out 
the basic elements of aliveness in any form. Mm-hmm. You know, if that comes through the masculine energy, that that shouldn't be shut down. It shouldn't be rejected. Mm-hmm. It, it's needed. It's needed. I mean, there, there are a lot of places and people and things that need protection and they need fierceness. Mm-hmm. And if men are just told, no, you can't ever, you can't ever use that energy. And women as well, but th- that's not the topic for today. Then who's, who's protecting? Clearly no one. Right. No one. That's why all this shit's happening. Right. It's fucked. But uh, that's okay. On that happy note, <laughs> do you have a, do you have a poem you might um, you might want to read? Perhaps. I know you didn't prepare one, but I feel like it was that's it's so intense that maybe a poem would be. Yeah. Okay. How about a poem? Um, how about a poem that has nothing to do whatsoever with anything we're saying, and with a stupid title? That's kind of that. funny. Okay. Uh, a now poem. Chocolate pudding. A muddled puddle of confusion. You think all the time. A muddled puddle of confusion. You drink all the time. A muddled puddle of confusion. You think all the time. The puddle is muddled. Not necessarily. The rain will unmuddle the puddle. Perhaps. Maybe more muddled. How muddled do you want to get? Your mind is a muddled puddle of confusion. Too bad. So sad. There is no mind. No puddle to muddle, only pudding to eat. Chocolate pudding is best. No puddle to muddle, only pudding to eat. Chocolate pudding is best. Thank you. You're welcome.